Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, brought to you by the Sportsman Channel. All hunting, all fishing, all the time. Contact your local network provider and ask about the Sportsman Channel today. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Dan Beraldo. Hi, my name is Daniel Beraldo, Associate Editor at Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine, and today joining us we have Travis Turner, a.k.a. T-Bone, Realtree Pro Staffer, World Champion Archer, and co-host of the new hunting show Bone Collectors with Michael Waddell and Nick Munt. Welcome, T-Bone. Yeah, how you doing, man? It's good to good to have you. Good to well, good to be there. I was gonna say good to have there, but good to be here. Appreciate you asking me to do this. Oh, not a problem. Hey, we're glad that you had the time, and uh, you know we appreciate you uh, you being here this morning. And you know, I know with uh, with the, all the shows going on and the brotherhood brotherhood crew out there and making their appearance you know we really do appreciate it our listeners and and readers uh, i know they're going to look forward to listening to you yeah so, i appreciate it well uh first off where exactly are you located at where, where do you live travis uh well actually i live in lagrange georgia just 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 north of realtree headquarters about 45 minutes okay and and now were you born born and raised in georgia Actually, no, I was born in uh, Dayton, Ohio, and uh, my, my father was a fireman, and we moved to Georgia when I was about six years old. But basically, I've been in Georgia my whole life, yeah. So you claim Georgia. That's right. That's good. That's good. That's right. All right. And uh, so obviously, you've uh, always been in, been in real tree country, and um, what, uh, what, what exactly got you started into archery or hunting? You know, what started off for T-Bone? Well, um, I guess, um, you know, I, I began hunting. My father, you know, got me hunting we was doing a lot of squirrel hunting stuff never did a lot of deer hunting until um my later years in high school i did some uh, rifle hunting and was actually it's kind of funny i was against really bow hunting because my perception of it was i'd had a bow when i was younger you know nine ten years old and we you know you popping balloons and shooting a little bit in the yard and watching how far the arrow would go that type of thing but as far as hunting with it i was like my perception was man you just wound a bunch of deer when you you know with archery equipment that's that's crazy so I was really into fishing, and it was my later years in high school, and a, a buddy of mine, he had actually talked me into getting a bow because they were in a hunting club, and I was in the hunting club with them, and you get five weeks of season earlier, and I was like, man, I still want to fish, but my, all my buddies were practicing. As, you know, it was in the month of June, and you know they were shooting their bows and putting their fishing poles down, and I was like, man, I'm, if I'm going to be in the in crowd, I'm going to have to get me a bow or something. So I said, ah. I'll go ahead and, you know, I'll get me a bow. So we went to the local store and bought a bow. And um, it was, this was on a Wednesday, actually. It's kind of a funny story. I, I tell it quite a few times. But, you know, I was just kind of half-hearted, like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll buy me a bow and I'll shoot with them. Not really into going into, you know, hunting and stuff. And mm-hmm. while we were there, this was on a Wednesday, there was a guy that ran the local archery tournament, uh, the archery club there. And uh, he started talking to all my buddies. And I was kind of busy getting my bow set up by the guy at the pro shop. And, Got my bow set up, and the guy that was a uh, part of the club, he talked my friends into uh, um, coming out that same weekend. I mean, three or four days later, he talked them into coming out and actually com- competing in the tournament. <laughs> well, I didn't think nothing about that. You know, I was practicing with my friends for two or three days, just kind of getting familiar with the bow. And um, you know, it was a Saturday night. The tournament was on a Sunday, and they said. You gonna you gonna come with us tomorrow? And I said, man, I ain't even owned this bow three or four days. I, I doubt that I'm gonna come to a tournament. I might come watch, but uh, anyway, they taught me into coming. There's there's five or six of us there, and none of us had ever shot a tournament. We showed up there, you know, there's eighty or ninety hundred people there, and we was uh, introduced into 3D archery. We we jumped into the novice class, and 
I don't know, there was 15 or 20 folks in the class, and we went and shot it. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'd, I'd, I'd done pretty good. Actually, I'd, I'd beat all my buddies, and, you know, we was laughing and hooping and hollering about that. And, I, you know, like, dang, you know, you know, <laughs> Travis had only owned a bow a few days. And, anyway, come to find out when they were handing out trophies, I actually won the novice division. I mean, you oh, know, wow. Being, oh, yeah. Wow, so, super, uh, a superstar was born. Yeah, needless to say, I was like, hey, you know, I... I've uh, not been too too good at, uh, you know, I never was good at, at super sports. I was a big guy, and, you know, I filled a space in, on the line in high school for football, but to say that I was a world-class athlete, I wasn't. And I was like, man, I might have found my niche in life and, and just was absorbed by it, just totally engrossed and wow. really started competing in a lot of tournaments, killed my first deer that year. And, um, yeah, the, I guess, the, the like you said, the, a star was born, so to speak. Yeah, bit by the bug, it sounds yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, bad. Now you were uh, were you in? You said late teens. Were you in high school or were you? Were, how old were you when you was that? How old were you when this? Eighteen. Uh, Eighteen. Yeah. Just, I mean, really, okay. it was my my senior year in high school when that happened. I actually, I I didn't kill my first deer till with a bow till after I got out of high school. So I was I was nineteen when I killed my first deer. I didn't get mine until in my twenties. Sad sad enough to say and. And uh, I've been hunting off and on since I was 12 years old, so right. it's tough. It's oh yeah, it's believe definitely me, I've, tough. And we've all ate humble pie. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> now, you, I was kind of surprised looking at your bio. Looking at you, I would imagine you're in your early 30s. But yeah, not, in reality, yeah. how how old are you, T? I'm 40, actually. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, uh, I was kind of looking through your bio, and that really surprised me. So you've been around. You've been around basically since the late '80s, and That's that trend. Right. That, you know, you talked about how you just thought hunters, you know, bow hunters used to wound things, and you know, just out shooting animals. And that kind of was a mindset back in the late '70s and carrying into the '80s. But it seemed like that late '80s, early '90s, especially as releases, you know, started becoming more popular. The amount of animals that piled up has just been, you know, we're definitely the harvest rate and the success rate and the kill rate as far as compared to losing animals, it's definitely getting better. And, and we all know bow hunting and, a, you know, a broadheaded arrow combination is, it's a quick kill, right? Oh, when yeah. When it comes down to it, so. Big time. Yeah, technology and the efficiency of uh, the equipment is just, it's skyrocketed over the last 20, 25 years. It's amazing. Add in quality range finders, and you really are, um, you know, we're out there hunting as efficiently and effectively and ethically as possible. So Big time. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, also, you have a reputation as being kind of a, a superstar or a tuner for the superstars. Some of the, some of the um, the well known bow hunters, archers in the in the in the industry. How did you get involved with that? Well, um, you know, after after I started competing, um, and I was just totally engrossed by the the whole archery experience. Not just not just the shooting part, but I wanted to find out what made it tick. So I you know I began super tuning my own stuff, and you know on a competitive edge, it's almost like NASCAR. You have to keep everything, you know, in tip-top fashion as far as tuned up, and then, you know, also work on your mental game, too. So um, I would actually was fortunate enough to win my first state championship two years after I began shooting a bow in 1990, and then I won the world championship in 91, which was just, you know, I mean, I was really, really uh, appreciative of that. I mean, that was just a, a milestone for me. And then, yeah. um, you know, I began doing more of my own tuning stuff. I started working in an archery shop. I was spending 40 hours a week just working on, you know, my bows before I even 
before I even got a job in an archery shop. I started working in an archery shop in 92 and then opened uh, my own archery shop in 94 and was competing, you know, uh, 40 or 50 tournaments a year all through the 90s and uh, owned my own archery shop for 10 years. And then back in 1998, 99, I started, I began doing a lot of, the work for you know everyone at Realtree and uh, began a good relationship with David Blanton. Yeah, David Blanton and I kind of hit it off, and we started bouncing creative ideas off of the things that they were doing with the Monster Buck series of DVDs, where they have they incorporate an archery tournament in the in the DVD, so you'd see three or four hunts, and then you see a little archery tournament segment. So yep. Yep. started bouncing ideas off of him there, and um, we. Uh, we actually created a uh, character that I played with Jeff Foxworthy, and um, that was well received. And I, I guess uh, then we kind of snowballed to where we are today. <laughs> now, who came up with the name T Bone? Actually, it's kind of a funny story. A lot of people just would assume that you know, I'm a big guy, and you know, I guess kind of goofy too. And his name starts with a T. That I've had that name all my life. But truly, um, when we created this character. It was five minutes before we began filming, and Willie's character, I mean, uh, Jeff's character was called Willie. And we, you know, it's a kind of a redneck base. We have the funny teeth and the big floppy hat, and we were going to, you know, we had to come up with something. They said, well, what are we going to call you? You know, and I said, well, you know, I mean, it just popped into my head. I said, well, how about T-Bone? It wasn't real well thought of at all. And they, they said, man, that's awesome. That'll be good, you know. Travis starts with a T, and, you know, that'll be awesome, T-Bone. It just it flows real good, and <laughs> that's when it was created. Perfect. T-Bone yeah. and Willie. I know, and some of those, uh, some of the, just the the relationship between you and Willie, Jeff, uh, that's some good stuff. I mean, uh, that's, you know, a lot of the industry readers, I mean, they know you as that character. And right. And always, you know, providing, you know, the humor, and uh, they're definitely great shows to watch. Yeah, it's 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 been a good thing. I mean, it's it's something that, um, you know, when we did appearances a couple of times, you know, I would come out in character. But, but truthfully, I think it's more effective if we, what we've done is just keep it as a, almost just as a little teaser or just like a really a treat from time to time. You, you know, makes a cameo from time to time. And that, that keeps T-Bone's popularity up because, you know, too much of a good piece of sweet chocolate and you just get <laughs> tired of it. You know, it's just too rich. So you well, can't handle sure. too much. Yep. Yeah, and it's kind of like the pro the progression of Travis Turner. You know, you always T Bone's always going to be there, but yep. you know the man behind is Travis Turner. So that's right. Yeah, and a lot of people, I mean, over the last four or five years, they're just learning that there's more depth to me because most of the people in the you know in the that watch the hunting shows and stuff, they at first they just thought that you know hey that's just a big dumb you know red redneck kind of character guy that they didn't realize that there was any depth, and then you know over the last four or five years they've learned that. Hey, this dude, you know, he's been around for a while. He knows how to shoot a bow. He knows how to work on a bow and, and so forth. So that's good that I got two images. Oh, yeah, that's that's great. It's been pretty good. Hey, Travis, we have uh, five questions we'd like to ask you. Sure. What's your draw length? Draw length is 29 and a half. Veins or feathers? Veins. What is your favorite animal to hunt? White-tailed deer. Totally obsessed with white-tailed deer. There we go. What is your dream hunt that you would like to go on? Um, I, I love Midwest whitetail hunting, but um, outside of that, which, you know, I've done a lot of that, my dream hunt would be I, I'd like to kill a big moose. And last, who's your favorite singer or band? Well, I hope everybody's sitting down, but uh, I am a huge Justin Timberlake fan, NSYNC and Justin Timberlake, so I hope everybody's not laughing too hard, but I like me some Justin Timberlake. 
That's great. That, that, that's awesome. All right, T-Bone, thank you very much. Hey, Travis, we need to take a quick break. Sure. You're listening to Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio. <laughs> 